Hello, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com. Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com or a podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. chapter 2 verses 1 through 7 but God has led me to preach uh, uh, another message All this right, morning many times preachers and teachers oh, yeah. have to step out on faith uh, and I said Lord but I have a powerpoint yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have pretty pictures but uh, he's not concerned about that. He's concerned about having what he wants said when it's Amen. said. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. So we're going to be looking at Isaiah 46, well. verses 3 through 4. Isaiah 46, verses 3 through 4. And a message entitled, God will be with you to the end. All right. Yeah. yeah. God will be with you to the end. Uh-huh. And I'm going to read this. Uh, I believe I'm reading in the NIV here. Mm-hmm. And I'll read this uh, this Sunday. It reads, listen to me, mm-hmm. you descendants of Jacob. Mm-hmm. All the remnants of the people of Israel... You whom I have upheld since your birth, and I have carried since you were born, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you, and I have carried you. I will sustain you, and I will rescue you. You may be seated in the house. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 46, verses 3 and 4. A message entitled, God will be with you to 
the end. Mm -hmm. This morning, I'm going to share all around three points that the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about the, that God will span you, that God will sustain you, and God will spot you. God will span you, God will sustain you, and God will spot you. And my thesis, or what I'm trying to communicate this morning, is that God will support you all the days of your life. That God will support you all the days of your life. The text talks about even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. Yes, Lord. I am he. And you've heard me say this many times before, especially in romantic relationships, we, we really make promises that we cannot keep. We'll tell that woman who we love or that I'm going to love you forever. And we try to say that our love will last forever and we try to even say that our love will last an eternity. Many times, uh, those kind of sentiments are very romantic. But there's only one person that can say that they can love you forever. And that one person is God. Yes, sir. And God alone. Because even if you're in a marriage relationship and you love that woman, unless... You both uh, go to the Lord at the same time, whether it's through uh, uh, a, a resurrection or whether you die at the same time. Uh, there is no marriage in heaven, so that kind of love don't, won't last forever. All right. All right. Hello, somebody. And, 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 and so the only somebody that can say that they, they're going to love you forever, for a lifetime, forever, or for eternity is God. And God alone. Oh, because even, even the people that we love may, may be called on to, to glory. And many sitting here today, listening to the sound of my voice, have had fathers who love them with all of their hearts, but yet daddy is gone. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they've had mothers who, who love them with all their hearts, and mother has translated all over to glory. Right. And, and if all that you had was daddy's love, all that you had was mama's love, then right now you feel alone and alone. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention those who've never had that, that kind of close, uh, intimate relationship with a, a mother, a father, a, a family in the orphans. Uh, not to mention that. But God sent me here today to let you know that He's going to love you all a lifetime. Yeah. Oh, he, he, he says in that text that, 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 that really I loved you from your birth. As a matter of fact, I formed you in your mother's womb and I had a plan and a purpose for 
that text and you get that word I am in there. That's yes, what he sir. talks about. All right. Pour your consciousness, pour your mother's consciousness, even before the person that loves you the most here on earth consciousness. God says, hey, that I love you the most. And that I will be with you to the end. Yeah. I will be with you to the end. And, and the longer you live, the more you can appreciate this cause. Oh, if, if, if you live a long life, oh, and a long life is, is really a blessing to, to be able to see your, your, your children and your children's children. And, and, and that's a blessing. But, but living long is also a loss in that. I've noticed that with my with my grandmother. My grandmother outlived everybody in her generation. She was the last one left, and she had to say goodbye to oh a lot of people over a period of time. It had gone to under umpteen number of funerals, but but she showed me oh that God loved her all the days of her life. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Oh, and that's what the text says that God. Spans you. God's gonna be with you all the days of your life. Oh, oh there'll be people that are coming to your life. Somebody say that people come into your life. Oh, for a reason and for a season and for a lifetime. But God says, I come into your life for eternity. Oh, I have a reason. I have a season. I have a lifetime, and I have eternity with you. So regardless of how you how the how the situations are shifting in your life and how oh, loved ones are being called on uh, to glory and uh, oh, oh young and old God says uh, that I'm gonna be with you in and through it all the, the span of your life uh, I'll be there in Jesus' name. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, poor neighbor, God's going to be there with you all the days of your life. Oh, he, he, he spans you. He spans you. He, he says in the text, uh, even to your old age uh, and gray hairs, uh, I am he. Oh, and I like to say that in my life, uh, I got two when I had two. Uh, but the first gray hair I got was with my first pastorate. <laughs> And I say, hey, y'all ain't going to make me gray. I ain't going to be like Barack Obama. Go in with black hair and come out with white hair. Hello, somebody. I'm not trying to do that. Oh, I'm going to try to depend upon the Lord. So, oh, if I have gray hair, it, it probably won't be because I wear it. Hello, somebody. But it'll be because I just aged like a fine wine. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but in the text, it's talking about Age, oh, old age, and gray hair. I like this word. I am he. Hello, somebody. I am he who will sustain you in verse 4. I am he. Oh, the same I am that Moses oh, had to depend upon to be delivered from that. Oh, from the Egypt. Oh, had to be delivered through the, the wilderness. That same I am is saying this morning. Oh, it's you. Oh, 
question. Get a little older and let's hope that your love pass off the seas. He's saying, oh, with you, I am. I am the same God that delivered from Egypt. I'm the same God that delivered the people from the wilderness wandering 40 years. I am the same God that led the children of Israel into the promise. That same God is going to be there all the, all the time of your life, all the span of your life. And maybe that's why I led the old folk to say, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all my fear is gone because I know, I know, I know what life is worth the living. Just because he lives. And God sent me here to let you know that he's going he's gonna to be with you, Sister Tony, in the whole in the operation. He, he spans through that. Oh, he's going to be with you. Oh, Deacon, who oh, as, as the doctors have said that, oh, that, that, that the cancer has spread. God says, I'm going to be with you. And I'm going to be with her. I'm going to spend. Oh, I, I can be with the Dickinson family. Oh, I span through that. In this life, we'll have losses. In this life, we'll have to have operations. In this life, we'll be worried about things and stuff that we shouldn't worry about. And every once in a while, God has to show up and say that I am there right there in the midst of your sorrow, in the midst of your trouble, in the midst of your tribulation, in the midst of your operation, in the midst of the lack of money in your bank account, in the midst of the cold storms that comes all over and through this country. I am He. Give God a hand of praise up in here, up in here. I am He. Don't you forget about me. In the midst of your sorrow. Don't you forget about me. In the midst of your suffering. Don't you forget about me. In the midst of your pain. I am right there. Hello somebody. I am he. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. I am here. I am God who will span your lifetime. I, I am he. I am God who will sustain you. Hello, somebody. Verse 4, it says, for, for, for to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will what? Sustain you. Hello, somebody. And God is saying to somebody this morning, I'm going to sustain you. I know you're going through a lot. I know it's an uncertain time. I know it's the holiday season where you're used to seeing somebody that you love and you're looking for them and looking to. I'm going to sustain you. Yes. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor, God's going to sustain you. And if you don't believe it, he he not, not only says it oh, in this text one time, uh, he says, I am he who will sustain you. But he goes on to say, and I have made you, and I will carry you. And then he says it again, I will sustain you, and I will rescue you. God wants somebody to know this morning oh, about his sustaining power, about his keeping power. He can keep you in the midst of your sorrow. He can keep you in the midst of your pain. He can sustain you in Jesus' name. Say to your neighbor again, neighbor! Neighbor! Oh, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Oh, neighbor.
name. God's going to sustain you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry about your loved ones. Don't worry about the children that act like they never knew God. Don't worry about a bank account that seems to want to have money in it at times and, and at times it doesn't want to have no money in there. Hello, somebody. God says that I will support you all the days of your life. I, I will sustain you. Before I move on, let me read Psalm 71 and 9. It says, do not cast me away when I am old. Do not forsake me when my strength is gone. It's a supporting verse for God will sustain you. Or God will span you. For the psalmist was concerned about old age. And he says, do not, oh, do not cast me away when I'm old. Or do not forsake me when my strength is gone. God says, I, I'm going to span with you. I'm going to be with you. I, I was there when you were young now, and I'll be there when you're old. And, and under God sustains. Secondary verse I want to share is Psalms 68, 19. Where it says, Praise be the Lord to God our Savior, who daily bears our burdens. Hello, somebody. Mm, God is a sustainer. And he says in his text twice, I'm going to sustain you. And he says in Psalms 68, 19, oh, that that I'm going to sustain you on a daily basis. Oh, he says, who daily bears our burdens. And you've got to wake up on a daily basis and know that God will sustain you. Because God says, He's going to be with you all the days of your life. And if you believe in God's word that he's going to be with you all the days of your life, then every day let you wake up, every day where you figure and find out that's a burden, then you can depend upon God and God alone. Oh, because some days, oh, the day can seem like it's going to be all fine and it's going to be all roses. And your burdens catch up with you in the noonday. Sometimes your burdens catch up with you in the afternoon. Sometimes they'll catch up oh, at nighttime. But most of the time they'll catch you right when you wake up in the morning. Hello, somebody. And God says that I'm there with you. I'm going to help you to carry your daily burdens. Because we all, oh, in one way or another, have to oh, carry a burden daily. Hello, Hello, somebody. Whether it's a burden of sickness, or whether it's a burden of depression, whether it's a burden that you call work, it's not really the work in and of itself. Maybe it's that boss that rides you like you're some kind of horse. Maybe it's that wife that rides you. Maybe it's that husband that nags you. Oh, every day's journey has some kind of burden to it. Hello, God says, I'll be there with you daily. He first off said, I'm going to spend a lifetime with you. Amen. And then he says, I'm going 
going to sustain you daily. Yeah. Somebody. And that's why the old folk used to say, just take it one day at a time. Oh, no. It started too high again. <laughs> one day at a time, sweet Jesus. Hello, somebody. Jesus said, don't worry about oh, oh, tomorrow. Hello, somebody. Today has enough worries or concerns of its own. Hello, somebody. So, so don't you be worried about Monday. Oh, God says, depend on me today. And he'll take care of tomorrow. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. God's going to help you. One day at a time. For a lifetime. Praise the Lord. He's gonna God will span with you, God's gonna sustain you. And I say God will spot you. He'll spot you. And, and, and I use that term because you know I've been in the weight room and, and I've been lifting some weights. Hello, somebody. And I can I can lift some pretty heavy weights. First time I talked to y'all, y'all laughed at me at the weights I was pushing. <laughs> but now I've got to a point where the weight that I carry is very dangerous. Hello, somebody. When you're squatting uh, 400 to 500 pounds, it's very dangerous to squat something like that by yourself. Hello, somebody. So, so what you need is what? A spotter. Hello, somebody. And that's the reason I, I hurt my wrist. Some of y'all have been praying for my wrist, and, and, and I didn't have a spotter, and, I, and that was pretty dumb. Hello, somebody. But you learned the hard way, man. <laughs> I ain't got to learn like that no more. <laughs> I learned real quick <laughs> with my mistakes. But that's what God says for some of you. you you're carrying some heavy weights now. Oh, wow. Because of your faith, you, you've gotten stronger. Oh. And many times we think because we, we are stronger that we don't need help. That's just the opposite. The more weight that you carry, hello somebody, the more help that you need. And you need somebody to spot you. And that's what God says in the text. I'm going to sustain you twice, he says that. And at the end of the verse, he says, when you're in trouble, guess what? I'll rescue you. Hello somebody. I'm going to spot you. I'm going to let you carry as much as you can. But then after that, I'm going to swoop in and I'm going to rescue you. Hello. Because you're carrying too much weight. Oh, on your own, I got to swoop in and I got to uh, spot you. I got to catch all uh, oh, some things in your life. Uh, say to your neighbor, Lord, spot me. Lord, and that's what you need every day on a daily basis. You need God to spot you. You say, God, I'm going to do as much as I can with the strength that you give me, but I know I don't have enough strength to make it through this day. So, Lord, I need you to spot me. I need you to send those angels. Oh, before 
only uh, to make the workplaces move, to shatter the doors of bar, to cut through the iron bars. Uh, oh Lord, I need you uh, to spot me. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. oh neighbor, neighbor, you need God to spot you. Hello, somebody. Because when you get to struggling and you can't carry the weight on your own, even though you're strong, yeah, uh, stronger than you've ever been before yeah. in your lifetime, but there's still weight that you can't carry. There's still weight that you can't push. There's still weight that you can't squat. There's still weight. And God says, I'm going to spot. I'm going to rescue you. Yes, sir. When you rest that point, Hello, Summer. That's some stuff that can just catch us off guard, no matter how strong we are. Amen. Hello, somebody. Have you ever seen a, a 250-pound man who carry a lot of weight? He goes to the doctor, and that's something that can scare him that's probably less than four inches long. Y'all know what that is? A needle. Hello, somebody. <laughs> and when he goes to the doctor, he needs the Lord to spot him. Hello, hello, somebody. There's some stuff. Uh, oh, in areas that you're strong, but there's other areas uh, where you need God to spot you. Hello. Need God to rescue you. Say to your name, neighbor. Neighbor. Never be to the shame. To ask God to help you. Regardless. Hello, somebody. Regardless. We're going to go home. I thank you for coming. Deuteronomy 1. And we're going to be studying, if the Lord says the same, all through Deuteronomy this month. But Deuteronomy 1, verse 31, remind the people about how he spotted them. It says, and in the wilderness, then you saw how the Lord your God carried you. Mm. As a father carries his son. Yeah. All the way you went until you, re you reached this place. Hello, somebody. Somebody wonder how. I got to where I am. I know you right. Yeah. Heard somebody. Yeah. And all I can say is that yeah. God spotted me. Yeah. That God carried me, especially in those times oh, where I was discombobulated and confused and didn't know what to do. God carried me. Oh, God carried us Oh, from Dallas. We didn't know what to do. We heard that the storm was coming and that the ice was going oh to come oh there in Dallas oh and I was singing I was praying oh if we don't get back today we're going to be stuck away from Paul's Valley probably for at least a week and we got in our car and we made the determination that we got to get home and we had to pray all along the way because the ice storm did hit oh and every Every bridge that we passed over, oh, it seems from then, oh, all the way to Paul's Valley had some ice on it. Oh, and then the and then the truck would slip. And guess what? I slip in prayer. Hello, God keep us. Hello, somebody. Oh, every time the truck slipped, I slip. Lord, keep us. Oh, Lord, 
deliver us safely because we've got to get home because if we don't get home tonight we're going to be stuck out oh for a week there'll be no Sunday morning with Pastor Eton oh if we get stuck oh Lord and, and Sister Eton had to do something I never seen her do before oh she had to drive Miss Daisy ah, hello somebody and she had to drive slow I never seen her drive slow before <laughs> <laughs> but she said, this is ice. I don't play with ice. Oh, they can go on around and folk will pass it. And we saw some folk would pass oh, on the side of the road. Hello, somebody. We saw some trucks that flipped on the side of the road because they thought they could handle the weight of the snow. Hello, somebody. But we had to take it slow. And we made it. Oh, it took us a longer time, but we made it. And my testimony is, is that God carried us all along the way. Oh, but he died. He gave up his 
life because he couldn't take it away. He died and God had to spot him in that grave for the first day. God had to spot him in that grave that second day. God had to spot him. But on that third day, God rescued him from death. Oh, God spotted him. God carried him up, picked him up in Jesus' name. And I am so glad that God spotted him. I'm so glad that God carried him because he carried him. He began to carry me when I gave my life to Christ. He began to spot me and to carry me. And if there's one here today that God is not spotting, is there one here today that God is not sustaining? Is there one here today that God said been with you through the span of life and you can get your life right, right now, right here, today? Is there one today? Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. Before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life, get right with God, to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up and the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. 
Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Leeton, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. it. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build a reality because you've taken time to give. 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.